Hey, Moving Forward listeners, believe it or not, the holidays are right around the corner. So get the ball rolling and get your ducks in a row. The Corporate Clichés Coloring Book makes the perfect white elephant office party gift or surprise stocking stuffer for your favorite work-from-home colleague. It's available now on Amazon. You can also find quick links at bemovingforward.com and in the show notes for this episode. Let's celebrate the holidays with some low-hanging fruit and a bubbling glass of synergy. Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 318. I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving holiday. It was a little bit different or a lot different than uh, previous ones, at least for me. And uh, whatever you ended up doing, I hope you were safe and had as good a holiday as possible. I wanted to start today's episode by giving some feedback on the virtual Friendsgiving that I talked about last week. So I talked about on episode 317, some virtual tools that you can use if you want to host a uh, virtual Friendsgiving or Thanksgiving. Uh, I covered specifically three options. I talked about Zoom, Skype, and then um, I ended up using Facebook video chat. And so let me give a little bit of feedback on how that went and some pros and cons with it. So the setup was pretty easy. It was really a matter of setting up a video chat and then you can populate the schedule. So I was actually able to do this a month in advance where I could set the date and time. And we had it set for a three-hour time limit starting at 6.45 and running through 9.45. Now, uh, as the host... I was the only one who was going to be scheduled for the entire time. A lot of the people who were in the on the invite who accepted would only be able to drop in at certain times. So as the host, I was there the entire time. And frankly, I wasn't sure if this would take the entire three hours or if this would just be a 15-minute get-together. But uh, I'm happy to report that in terms of the event, first of all, it went very well. It was great to see so many friends that I hadn't seen or spoken to in a while. I think the last time a bunch of us got together was for a virtual happy hour back in March. So it's been well over six month, months. And I was missing that get-together, that holiday festive get-together. We always do a Friendsgiving around this time of year. It's always been in person. So this year was obviously very different. Uh, the setup was easy. And then I created an event on Facebook and populated it with the link. And I also talked about Bitly, which I covered a few episodes ago, where I could actually disguise the messy URL into something that was very easy to remember. And the purpose of this was, well, first of all, I chose Facebook. Let me review the reasons why I chose Facebook. Number one, the majority of the people who uh, are in the Friendsgiving group are already on Facebook. So unlike something like Skype, they uh, they would not have to remember what their Skype login is. And I use Skype all the time for podcasting, whereas podcast interviews. And uh, so I have, you know, my Skype account memorized. I have it, you know, uh, saved and all of that stuff. But a lot of people have set up Skype accounts years ago and don't remember what it is. I thought about Zoom. Zoom is very prolific. I've used it a lot for uh, attending virtual classes. And uh, as I mentioned last week, Zoom... Uh, reportedly lifted its time limit. So the free version of Zoom, which is what I have, I don't have the premium version, is limited to 40 minutes. Now, I did look it up after I recorded episode 317, and Zoom did, in fact, 
lift the limits for Thanksgiving Day and the day after. However, our Friendsgiving event was that Saturday, so it was two days removed uh, and one day removed from the last day you could get the Zoom Unlimited for the free accounts. So that wouldn't have worked with the three-hour event that we had scheduled. And I could have used other options. One option that uh, I probably should have considered a little more, I've used it before, is uh, Google Hangouts, which I think now has been rebranded to Google Duo. I think it's got a lot of advantages. It's very, uh, it's fairly easy to set up and there's no time limit for it. But I chose Facebook because so many of our uh, group is already on Facebook. I think we had only one or two people who are not on Facebook or not on Facebook often. But as I, I read setting up, the instructions for setting up a a Facebook video chat that theoretically at least anyone who has the link should be able to join in even if they don't have a Facebook account. And so that's one of the reasons why I decided to go with Facebook. The other reason was that there was no time limit for it. So I thought this might be an interesting option and then obviously setting it up was pretty easy as I covered more in depth last week. Well, when it came to the event on Saturday, uh, I hopped on earlier on and uh, yeah, I had about three or four of the group hopped on a few minutes after I did. The first hurdle I ran into was sound. So I have my microphone set up, the one that I use for the podcast so that I could broadcast clear audio. And I had my uh, MacBook's audio settings set to microphone input and then I used my AirPods for the output. However, um, My friends were not able to hear me at first, and it turns out that I actually had to go in. There's a a menu setting option within the Facebook video chat, so I I had to go in there and then set it to my microphone uh, input and then the AirPods output. So just because you set it on your computer doesn't mean that Facebook will default to that. You need to set those defaults on the Facebook video chat. In terms of video quality, it was decent. Uh, it wasn't perfect. There were moments where we had freeze frame. Uh, there was some static. Uh, and it, it, there were times where the image got a little fuzzy. Now, that could have been a bandwidth issue. Uh, it's possible that uh, you know Wi-Fi or however many people were using uh, Facebook video chat that particular day. So there could have been a number of reasons, but in comparison to other video chat platforms, it wasn't the best, but it was pretty good. It wasn't bad, and the way it looked, it looked very similar to Zoom in that the more people who came on, it it would tile out so that you could see each of the different participants. So that was good, and uh, it ended up being really, really free-flowing. It was really easy. People would hop on. And then I would catch up with them. And then uh, some people actually, uh, according to the invite, I said, basically, you could bring your own meal if you wanted to. And some people did. I I wasn't sure if people were going to do that. I actually ate beforehand just in case, just so I could be uh, freed up to talk. Uh, But it's funny when you think about it, when you're in person, you're eating and you're talking at the same time. I don't know why we separate those two things for a virtual uh, party or event, but uh, in my mind, I did. So I ate before I hopped on, but several people were eating during the event, which is great. And that's what I, I wanted to to feel like a as close to being in person at our traditional Friendsgiving events as possible. So those were all good. And then um, The only other hiccup I can report out on was that uh, a couple of people had mentioned when they clicked on the link, it didn't automatically open. It actually prompted them to log into Facebook. 
Now, I don't know what that looks like. I may have to test that out. But um, those individuals had a Facebook account, and so they had to log in. But theoretically, this was supposed to uh, be open to anyone who had the link, including some people who were not on Facebook. Now, those individuals actually ended up not being able to make it, so it didn't end up being an issue. But uh, I don't know if it was a specific setting in the invite or in the Facebook chat, but it didn't quite work seamlessly as clicking on a link and you're hopping on. Zoom actually, and I think Google Duo or Google Hangouts uh, has that down pretty well. Uh, I wanted to avoid the Skype issue of having to have a Skype account to log in to actually access the video chat, but uh, that might have been a setting on Facebook. But overall, I would say it's a decent platform. And uh, I did not lose a connection during the entire three hours. In fact, we actually ended up running over. We had a couple of people who joined us towards the later part of the evening. And so just to make sure we were able to catch up, we actually, the event ran uh, until around 10.15. So about half an hour past what was supposed to be the end time. And, but it didn't matter. The, the Facebook video chat continued on, even though I had set, I think I had set the uh, end time, if I remember, uh, for 9.45. But it didn't matter. It didn't cut off or anything like that. So I didn't run into any issues with that. Uh, overall, I'd, I'd say it's a pretty decent platform. And uh, if you're looking for a Zoom alternative or if you're looking for something that's fairly user-friendly, you might want to give Facebook a try. Again, it's going to depend on your comfort level with Facebook. I know Facebook, not everyone is a fan of it, and not all of your friends are going to be on there or are going to be fans of it, but uh, it is an option to consider if you're doing a long-form event. All right, so that is my report out, and uh, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to spend the rest of today's episode talking about one of the things that I've decided to do is to revisit uh, something that I talked about at the beginning of the year, the beginning of season seven. Now, around the time of my birthday, it was around February. I don't remember the episode off the top of my head. One of the things I did during my birthday weekend was to shut off social media, email, and, and really just stay off of my cell phone the entire weekend. And I reported out I really enjoyed having that um electronic, uh, social media, email detox, just kind of cutting away from all of that for, for a weekend. Now, I reported back that it was something I was going to try to do more often to take breaks uh, from being connected all the time. And then when the pandemic hit, I think I really, really backslid on that one. It, it's not something that I stuck with very well. If anything, I think I was on my phone a lot more. I was checking email, social media. It just became second nature. It just became uh, ingrained into me. And I was really getting burned out. Hey, Moving Forward listeners. If you're interested in starting a side hustle, selling clothes from your closet, I've spent over four years helping my dad expand his brick-and-mortar business with Poshmark. In my book, The Poshmark Guide for Individuals and Small Businesses, I take you step-by-step with clear instructions, pictures, worksheets, and skill-building exercises to get you started. The book covers everything from taking great listing photos to creating videos that pop using nothing more than your smartphone. The Poshmark Guide for Individuals and Small Businesses is available in paperback and for Kindle. I've also created a companion workbook, the Poshmark Seller Journal for Individuals and Small Businesses. Both books are available on Amazon, where you can find quick links at bemovingforward.com and in the show notes for this episode. Start learning and moving forward today.
So one of the things that I decided, this was uh, last week uh, during the Thanksgiving holiday, was to shut off email and not check it. I, I made a pledge uh, after basically Tuesday, uh, or it might have been Wednesday, right before Thanksgiving, I said, I'm going to shut off email and I'm not going to check social media. And I was pretty good about that, actually, during the whole uh, rest of the week up until Sunday. And then Sunday morning, I did uh, check email. I did check uh, uh, social media. But one of the things that I've decided to do, and I really want to address this because this was something that I wanted to stick with after my birthday weekend, and I really didn't. But I think I've come up with a solution. And, and what I what I did was this. I rearranged and I realized part of the temptation is where those apps are located on your phone. So on my phone, on the face, I've got email at the very bottom of my iPhone. So it's one of the four sticky apps that are with me no matter where I swipe, uh, if I swipe to any screen to the right or left. That one's always down there. Uh, social media, I had Facebook plopped at the top along with Twitter, LinkedIn, so what I decided to do was, first of all, I had the alerts turned off social media. So at the very minimum, I kept that from my birthday weekend, turning off alerts for Facebook and Twitter. And I'm usually logged out of LinkedIn. I have to proactively log into LinkedIn. However, the temptation was still there with those apps on the home face. And with email, uh, I had turned it off for automatic push. But, you know, it, it, the, the email icon is there. So I would, it, again, I fell into the rabbit hole of just clicking on it, even when I wasn't really expecting anything or if I just checked email five minutes ago. So what I did was I moved all of those apps into a folder, a pre-existing folder that I had some apps in, and I moved it to the other page. In other words, uh, I moved it so that in order, when I opened the folder, I would actually have to swipe right to get to those apps. And I turned off the alerts. I figured out how to do this. It's in the settings. The notifications for email. So I turned off notifications for email. I kept, I had already had notifications for social media already shut off. And I had logged out of Facebook. And so what I've decided to do, and I really want to stick with this, is basically checking email and social media once a day. So I'll explain how this is going to work. So in the morning, uh, you know, b before I get to work is usually the the time where I'm really going through emails. So I'm going to open. I open up my email. I go through the emails that I have. Uh, I will briefly check social media, and then that's it for the rest of the day. And so far, I've been able to stick with that, and I've been really happy with doing that because I realized that. Generally speaking, I don't get emails that require my immediate attention. In other words, I'm not getting anything where I can't respond to it or look at it until the next day. And so I had gotten into this habit of opening email every other you know, five minutes. And really, I think it was just drawing my attention from other things. Same with social media. And I really, really just did an audit of how much time do I really need to be spending on these things. So I have decided I'm going to go ahead and just relegate email and checking social media to one period in the morning. I'm going to spend maybe about half an hour doing that, and then that's it. And I'm going to see how that goes. The The exceptions I'll make is in case I'm in a situation where a project or I'm alerted that you know there's an urgent email that's coming at a specific time that does require immediate attention, then I'll make an exception. But 
That's generally not the case with me. So I'm going to see, I'm going to try to stick with this, this once a day checking of email and social media. And frankly, I am happy not to be on my phone as much. Now, in terms of text messaging, text messaging, I'm probably not going to be able to avoid text messaging as much. I did turn off the alerts uh, during my birthday weekend. I have them on again. I may try to pare that down a little bit as well. But at the very minimum, email and social media, I'm going to relegate to the mornings. But I'm doing this because I really, really want to be more present. I really don't want to be connected to my phone and drawn to it uh, so often. And I know it's harder during these times where we're all isolated, quarantining, self-isolating, whatever, at home, working from home. That temptation is there. But uh, I really want to focus on just really trying to be connected with whoever I'm talking to on the phone or on a video chat, if I'm reading a book or watching a movie, and just not be drawn to that phone. Anyway, that's what I have for today. If you want the writer for today's episodes at bemovingforward.com. I hope you had a great week, and I'll talk to you next week.